The book is done. The series is finished. Now it's time to start the editing. Or is it? Oh my. Why isn't my brain working? Why can't I think of what I should be doing now? Why do I just stare with that horrible dial tone in the back of my mind telling me that there's nothing else to add, fix, change, when I know that there is? I can see the errors in front of me. My rational mind is working fine, but my creative brain? Oh, it's not doing so well. Maybe I should be doing something else other than working on edits right now. So let's discuss that on today's Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my latest book, Crucify My Love, which is kind of in edits, and we'll be talking about that in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But before we get into all that, if you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community. The bigger the community, the better the chance we have of actually communicating with each other. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. I would like to say thank you to everyone who's already done that. Alright, so welcome to this week's Fiction Friday. And I actually had a lot planned to talk about today because in my mind, I had a vision of where I would be by now. And, oh, I'm not. I'm not, and there's no way I'm going to get to be where I want to be. So, hmm, yeah. So, as you all know, I finished writing the third book in the Mask of the God series just a couple weeks ago. and Actually, about a, about a week ago. And I set out to immediately go into revisions, because that has, in the past, not really been a problem for me. And I didn't think it would be a problem for me this time around because, well, I'm actually revising the entire series. So I'm going back to the first book, which I wrote three years ago. So I assumed that by going all the way back to the beginning, you know, a book that I wrote three years ago, I wouldn't be having the problem that you usually have when you try to edit a book you just wrote. No, that's not true at all. It's not, it's not happening. So I'm going to save a lot of my revision talk for when I actually get into revisions, which at this point I'm post-dating probably to January. I don't want to push it off much past that because I really do want to get all three books out next year in their revised and finished state. But until then, I, I think I do need to give this series a rest. And... I'm not happy about it. So why aren't revisions working? Why am I not able to go back and do the work that I wanted to do? Some people will tell you that it's because I'm too close to the topic. And if I was immediately going in and editing book three, I think that there, there, there's a very good chance that that would be true. In this case, that's not what's going on at all. You see, 
I, I started experiencing what I've been calling this dial tone brain uh, about three weeks ago. It started creeping in as I was getting closer and closer to at the end of writing book three. And it's still with me. It hasn't gone anywhere. And when I say dial tone brain, what I mean by that is there's nothing there. When I try to write, when I try to be creative, there's just this empty void and nothing's coming. It's not writer's block. I know what that feels like. And that's a whole bunch of other things, which I've talked about previously on the show, and I'll probably talk about in future as well. But that's not what this is. This is something different. After quite a bit of soul searching, and I do mean soul searching because I really do want to get these books out there. I'm so happy with them and I'm so proud of them. I didn't want to push off the editing at all. I didn't want to push off the revisions at all. I wanted to push through, get the edits done, get the revisions done, and get the books out there. But what I think has happened is that my fantasy brain, that reservoir of creativity that I had stored up to write this fantasy series, it's, it's gone dry. It's empty. There's nothing there. And I need to take some time and fill it back up. And that's why I need to walk away. Because I don't think all of my creativity is gone. You see, while I'm not able to focus on the, the work that I want to do on the fantasy series, I have a lot of thoughts for what I want to do on the space opera. And so initially, I was worried and a little bit nervous that I'm not able to edit because I have what about syndrome. Well, what about working on the new thing? And I don't think that's what it is, because the things that I'm excited about for the new series, for the new books that I'm going to be working on, they're so different. And the context is so distinct in many ways from the fantasy series, because, you know, space opera, that it's pulling from a completely different reservoir of creativity within me. And that is what is allowing me to still have some creative juices over there. And I blame a lot of this on The Mandalorian, to be quite honest with you. And it's not just The Mandalorian. We've been re-watching Star Wars movies. And, you know, basically we've kind of been marinating in sci-fi lately. And as such, there's so many more sci-fi ideas fighting around in the back of my head because... One of the characters in the book that I'm working on was going to be a sci-fi bounty hunter who wears a mask and who never takes his mask off. Mm. Does that sound like the Mandalorian to you? And so as I'm watching the show, it's constantly making me think about that character and why they don't take their mask off and why they do the things that they do and how they do the things that they do and what the differences between them are. Is my character just a knockoff Mandalorian? And no, no, it's not. But I need to make sure that I can communicate that with the audience. And so my mind is going all kinds of crazy with different ways that I can express this new setting in this new world that I'm wanting to develop. New ways to go into the story so that it just isn't Star Wars light or Star Wars like or Mandalorian like. Because, well, there's not going to be a baby in it, for one, so that makes it different. So in many ways, it's a blessing that Disney is putting out this show that has a character in it 
that I would not say is similar to my character at all in any respect, other than the fact that they wear a mask and they don't take it off in public. Kinda. And see, that's where my character is different. The purpose of the mask is very different. And the nature of bounty hunting in my setting is also very different. So I don't think that there will be much of a problem there. But constantly watching this series as it's been evolving and developing and growing and having the thoughts go through the back of my head about how it's different and distinct from the work that I'm wanting to do has been priming that pump a lot more than anything that I've done to try to refill my ability to work on a fantasy project. And so I think that more than anything is why I'm having the problems that I'm having right now. I do think I need to let it rest. I do think I need it to let it rest for a lot of reasons. One, I just finished this huge project writing it. And I, I just need to step away for a little bit and get distance. Yes, that is true. And I'm not fighting against that idea. But at the same time, it's not just the distance. It's the fact that I've been feeding a completely different idea in the background because I knew what I was going to be working on next. And maybe I overfed it. Maybe I put too much effort into getting ready for the next thing and not for being ready to wrap up the last thing that I had been working on. I don't know if that's necessarily the truth, but when I actually look at how my creativity is working and how I am currently existing right now as a creative person, it makes a lot more sense that I just need to focus on doing something different for a little bit and allowing myself to reconnect with my creative process in a new and different way before I take the time to go into the editing process for the last project. That sounds weird, doesn't it? But that is the writing process itself. It's weird. And that's why I don't like giving specific writing advice. And I always warn people to be careful about specific writing advice. Well, there are some universal truths. Processes are different for everyone. And that's why I really like doing this Fiction Friday episode to really talk about my process and where I'm at and how I do and how I am doing the work at hand. That way you can see that even from project to project and book to book, it's different. One of the things that I love most about the writing project, about the writing process itself, is how oxymoronical it is. How it doesn't allow itself to be put into a nice, neat box. Because the idea that I just don't have the creativity to work on one thing, but I do have the creativity to work on another, sounds partially like an excuse, and partially like just something that somebody made up, so that they could get out of doing their work. Like, I'm writing a get-out-of-homework card for myself, and that's not what I'm doing. And I'm not trying to explain that to myself. I understand what's going on in my own life. I need to make sure that you all understand that. Not so you don't judge me, because 
Lord knows, if you're going to judge me, you're going to judge me. But, so you learn not to judge yourselves. Because sometimes, your creativity will do unexpected things. Your mind will guide you into places that you never thought you would go. And you'll start working on projects that you never thought you would work on. The sci-fi project that I'm currently working on started one day on a Saturday when I had a little bit of an idea pop through my head. I wrote it down. I liked it. I shared it with a couple people to see what they thought. And then I made an offhand comment on the podcast, which then led to a lot of people commenting that they would like me to do a sci-fi thing again, because it's been a while. And so that's how I got to where I am. I knew that this was a project that I wanted to do, and it's not that I would like to do it more than the other. Because if we're going off of my actual desire, I want to finish what I started. It's actually almost frustrating to be going on to the next project when I have a perfectly good project ready to be edited, revised, and sent out into the world for everyone to hopefully enjoy. It's very frustrating. But it's not in the cards for me right now. And I know this because I've spent years coming to understand my own personal muse and what they need and what they require to get the work done. Okay, stop. Don't leave. Don't leave. Yes, I used the M word. Let me explain. If you want to believe that the muse is a spirit sent from on high to give you insight and wisdom, I love you. Do that. If you want to believe that the muse is part of your own psyche, do that. If you want to believe that you do not have a muse, we need to talk. Because you do. Even if it's just the embodiment of your own creativity that lives in your own head, there's a part of you that understands inspiration, hunts it down, seeks it out, and gives it to you. There's part of you that gives you the words to put on the page. And whether that's an external force or an internal force, that is a matter for philosophy and theology, and I am not getting into that on this podcast. Mainly because it doesn't matter. It's there. And learning to respect it and treat it as such is very important. Because once you learn exactly what it is that your muse wants, what makes it right, what makes it tell stories, what makes it inspired, what brings about creativity in you, once you learn what those things are, then you can continuously feed it, treat it, and I hate to use these terms because my muse is a bit of a queenie person, if you can't imagine that I would have anybody that's a little bit like that, but... It's, you need to treat it like a pet. It needs to be loved. It needs to be taken care of. You've got to clean that cat box out. And it needs to be fed. It's like a personal Tamagotchi that lives in your head that if you forget about it, it will die. The nice thing is that this one has a little button that you can hit reset on and bring it back, but that can take time. And time is the enemy of us all. So, when I use Muse, that's how I'm using it. And my Muse gets tired. My Muse gets frustrated when it has to work on the same thing for an overly long period of time. It's one of the reasons why I kind of stopped writing very large novels. 
my muse doesn't like taking that much time with a project. So instead of doing one large novel, which Mask of the Gods could probably have been turned into maybe, and breaking it up into three smaller books, I'm able to tell the story that I want to tell in a way that my muse, my creativity will allow for. And every writer, artist, whatever, has to learn what their needs, what the needs of their muse are. They're specific to you. I can tell you what mine are, but they probably will not be the same as yours. Mine needs music. Well, I haven't been listening to music all week. I've been working with other things on in the background because I just haven't felt like listening to music. Music has not helped me do the things that I was wanting to do. That should have been a red flag because my muse feeds primarily on music. So not wanting to listen to music kind of meant that my muse didn't want me working on the things that I was working on. That was a hint. That was a clue that I should have listened to. But, well, me being me, I'm like, but I'm still getting stuff done. I'm getting the markdown done because the markup needs to be done. And I'll talk about that when I get to the editing process later. Not this episode. When I actually do the editing. <laughs> I need to get the markdown done. I need to get it all marked up, get it set up, get it ready, so that when I start the edits, all of that's taken care of, and I can just hit it. Well, that's all done. But that's all analytical stuff. That doesn't require my muse at all. That's all analytical. Who's in this scene? Which storylines are present in this scene? How does the scene play out? Very simple things. It's not that hard. So I went through and I did all that. But the fact that I didn't want to listen to music should have told me everything that I needed to know. Because as soon as I decided that I wanted to switch gears for a little bit and work on the space opera, I got Star Rider by Hellas stuck in my head. The music came back. Ah, see, that's what the muse wanted. The muse wanted to be working on sci-fi and it rewarded me with a sci-fi song. See how that works? Because that's how my muse works. That's how it communicates with me. That's how I communicate with it. That's how that little bit of my brain and I get along. Ah, so I should be working on the sci-fi project. There it is. And now I know what to do moving forward. So, maybe I should call this episode The Care and Feeding of the Muse, since that's what I've talked about most. We'll see when we get there. But whatever I end up calling the episode, you need to learn the language of your own personal muse. What inspires you? What gives you the strength, because you need strength, to go forward? The stamina to get through these projects, and how do you know what you should be working on at any given time. I should have listened to mine. I didn't. I didn't waste a week. That's the good thing. That's the good news this time around. I did not waste a week. All the work that I got done required my analytical brain, and it's done. So when I get started on edits, all of that's already done for me, and I can just get into the edits. Yay! That's wonderful. Because if there's anything that I've learned over all of my years of writing, it's that we need to be careful to see where our victories are 
and to celebrate them, no matter how small or far between that they feel to us. And so that's it. I know what I'm working on now. I know where I'm going. I know the work that needs to be done. Yay! And hopefully this has helped you in some way. I find it very helpful to listen to the writing process of other writers. It's one of the reasons why I like to talk about my own, because I'm hoping that it will help others. If you did like this episode and you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate it in whatever app you're listening to me on. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, I would love to hear them. In the show notes, you'll find a link to my um, to the voice message system. Keep it short. Keep it clean. I would So I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. If you'd rather hit me up on social media, I am C.E. Dorset on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find links to all of my accounts over at projectshadow.com. If you've got a dollar you can pass my way, it really would help out a lot. In the show notes, you'll find a link to both my Patreon and the community support, the listener support. Just a dollar a month really does help out more than you know, because it, it does. Money's tight, things are going crazy, and it would be wonderful to know that I can pay my bills. Thank you to everyone who already does that. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, please don't feel any pressure whatsoever. I really don't mean to do that. But if you have any friends that you think would like anything that I do from the books to the podcast to anything, do share it with them. That helps out immensely as well. So, yeah, now I know what I'm doing. I'm going to be working on the sci-fi project and be talking about that a bit more. So, yay! Not what I wanted to be working on, but hey, you don't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes, you just might find you get what you need. And yeah, I just quoted the Rolling Stones. Anywho, until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Bye.